0: Hey everybody! It's been a while, so welcome back to Happy to Fail, the podcast where we talk about the ups and downs of the situations that are going on in our heads. Because so many things can happen in our lives that people can look at us from the outside and we're celebrating life, we're smiling nonstop. But but on the inside, they don't necessarily know what it's like to live with uh, depression, anxiety. So many things that can lead to trauma in our lives. So in this podcast. I work to share my life with the hopes of motivating other people to make a positive impact in their lives. And we've been absent for a couple of months because a lot has been happening in our lives. Between my wife and myself, we bought a new home. And this episode is going to be a special edition, a catch-up, if you will, of what's been happening in the past couple of months in Puerto Rico and also a state of the podcast. But before that, I should probably introduce myself. My name is Juan Velas. I am proudly a person that's overcome a lot of emotional obstacles in my life, and the fact that I was able to buy a house with my wife lets you know. You that is going through something right now, that you think, man, I was diagnosed with something, I'm going through something, I'm going through a breakup, somebody in my family passed away, whatever the situation is, through resiliency, through a healthy support system, You can overcome that and this podcast is a a companionship if you will so that you and i can work on this together so you can reach me on social media happy to fail on twitter facebook and instagram and uh first up let's talk about the fact that we went through earthquakes so uh i think we should talk about that first and then the uh the situations with the house because it's like it would be kind of weird to kick things off with a positive thing, but then lead right over to trauma. So, Puerto Rico, for the oh, over the past week, yeah, we've had the situation with nonstop earthquakes happening on the southern part of the island. So, these have been happening about five to six miles away from shore. We've had six, uh, 6.4, 5.0, 4.9, all these massive magnitude earthquakes that have left many families without a home. Not just families, but uh, schools, uh, multiple buildings have just crumbled down. It's almost like these movies, these situations that you always look at and you're like, oh, that's never going to happen. I'm never going to go through with that, right? Like the movies, that's, that's all make-believe. No. It's been horrible to the point that as of this recording two people have died by suicide including uh, a doctor including a professional human being that you don't know what that person was going through you don't know the emotional uh, charge right that that person has that is taking care of somebody and then who's taking care of them so self care right now is very essential my wife and I my wife and I live up north alongside my mom and the rest of our loved ones so We've felt the effects of the earthquakes, but it hasn't been this thing that I can say, like, oh, wow, you know, look at our home. Like, our home is here. Like, we are incredibly lucky, right? To be able to have our home the way that it is right now, but not everybody is as fortunate. So please go to social media, spread awareness about what's happening, because think about the fact that a month, two, three months can go by. And maybe we're up north and and the earthquakes have stopped and things like that, but the families still do not have a home. And that to me has been very emotionally draining, just thinking about the trauma that's going to be building up because say six six months from now, those families start to get over something. You know what else we got going on? Hurricane season. So Puerto Rico, we've been going through a lot ever since 2017. I think... I think I can, we can all agree, we could use a bit of a vacation from all the things that have been happening, but regardless, it is the situation. As far as my reaction, and this, this does tie in to the home that we purchased, which we began this process about the same time that I stopped the first season of Happy to Fail. So I want to say between August and September, we formally began the entire process. We bought the house in December, so it was like... Hey, we were able to celebrate the New Year, Christmas Day, all of that, we were able to celebrate that right here with our loved ones. And that was incredibly special. The house was not up to par, right? Like uh, it was pretty much empty, but look, we bought the house and it's it's the the proud celebration of being able to sit down with your loved ones and do that. And that to me really meant something special. So come January that's when we began to move these things. Like right now, uh, this podcast, any production that I do, I actually have an in-home studio. So I went through a couple of things. You can take a look. At, you can take a look at my personal Instagram, Juan Velas Court, and that way you can see uh, sort of what's been happening. This room is the smallest room in the house. It originally had a window because that's that's what rooms do. they, they have windows. But I knew that there were going to be dogs barking, there were going to be a lot of things that for a podcast and things like this, that was just not going to work. So what I did is we had we paid somebody to completely seal that off, and then I painted the room. I'm super happy with the way it's turning out for the video version of this podcast. Uh, there's like blue lighting. I, I have some LED lights that I can change, and I can fit the mood. And this has become my personal base of operations and I'm still getting adjusted to it because I'm recording this on a Tuesday, and it's the second day that I can say we have like a a normal quote unquote day. That's because going back a week to the Monday before this one, that was the first night that my wife and I we were gonna proudly sleep in the brand new home, and we put our our queen mattress over in the uh, in the family room. So we go to bed, things start shaking. And we start hearing things we think somebody broke in. Because like you don't think it's a it's an earthquake happening, right? So you're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, what's happening? And then the earthquake happened. So I I call my mom, you know, we contact everybody. We start crying nonstop. some people like, I'll be real. I I could I could make my part of the story be all dramatic. Like, oh I, I went out there and yelled. My mom a couple of days before made some keto flan. It was delicious. Delicious to the point that my instinct was we got out of bed and then I went to the fridge, grabbed the keto flan, and ate all of it. I don't know if it was anxiety. Usually, here's the thing whenever I'm sleepy, I tend to eat without really thinking about it. So that's very dangerous because immediately afterwards, I realized, like, Juan, there could be like a tsunami or something happening. You don't know. You just ate a whole freaking thing of flan. What the hell's that all about? But it was the thing that's like, well, we got to work on this, right? So they kept happening, they kept happening. Fortunately, at least up north, we had like a 4.9 magnitude earthquake today. But besides that, they have they have lessened. you know, not the trauma. The trauma is definitely still there. Even when we walk around this house, once again up north, you still wonder, like, is it shaking? Am I just anxious if I move this chair? Did it move because I moved it? Did it move because it's an earthquake? Like, just go to social media and take a look at some of the pictures from what's been happening down south, and that lets you know that this is real, people. Like, um, from an anxiety point of view, I do think that it's a lot worse than the hurricane because the hurricane in that moment, it's just horrible because the ground shakes, it's raining, the wind, everything, right? But it goes away. With this... Expect the unexpected. You don't know when it's going to happen, right? You got that, but then you got like 20 aftershocks in one day. And then it's fine for six hours. All of a sudden, the ground starts shaking again. Even right now, as I'm recording this, I don't know if it's going to start shaking and how I'm going to react, right? So if I'm going through that, I can't even possibly fathom how the families down south are reacting. So it's just something worth pointing out, but focusing on the positives. You know, talking about the house. So the entire process of purchasing a home is something we never thought we would get to doing, right? Especially because it's a 30-year commitment. I talked in a previous podcast episode that when I bought my first television, like my first TV for myself after I got a job, it took me multiple hours at a Best Buy to buy that television because I had to convince myself that I deserved it. A house, people! A house costs just a little bit more than a television. So it was this back and forth conversation with my wife talking about the benefits, talking about the threats, talking about the anxiety, the goals, long-term, short-term things. And we realized, look, if we get this house... You can get yourself your, your own studio, and that can be your base of operations. That's where you can work on your anxiety. My wife can have a home office as well, so that way uh, sometimes she works from home, kind of the way that I do sometimes with some productions. So she will be able to do, to do that easily. And then, look, every healthy relationship, it's beautiful when you spend time together, but I think it's also a necessity to have some space. And knowing that we were going to have a family room where my wife and I can spend time together, but then we can also invite our friends. We love to entertain. You know, I love baking. I've been open about that in the past. So it's like, hey, we have a place where we can do all of that. And then not just that, going back to the topic of baking, because we're going to have a bigger kitchen and not a stovetop, we actually uh, are, Nicole's grandparents, they gifted us a brand new stove. With a full-size oven, and uh, that's going to be arriving in about a week. And I don't even know how to react when that when's, when that comes in, because I love to bake, not just for myself, but for others. So having an oven that's three times the size of the one that I have right now is significant, not just for my belly. And I'm going to have to to worry about that for a little bit. But it's also important because it's like, look, I can do something for family. Maybe I can make some money on the side. Who knows, right? But options having your own home means you have options. And at the same time, it was a blessing and a curse that the home situation happened simultaneously with the earthquake because I needed to keep my mind occupied. Obviously, when that first happened, it was like three Kings Day in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, we celebrate pretty much everything, right? We celebrate from Monday through Sunday. Because it happened at such an eventous day, if that's even a word, you know, like an eventful day, I should say. It was this thing of like, you're celebrating, but you're, you are you got to be careful, little things like that. But then once after that, I'm like, look, you know, we had power outages. Luckily, we got power pretty soon. We never lost water, so we can't complain. Some people still don't have water and power today, like today, over a week after the earthquakes happened. I was talking to some co-workers today, and they were saying that, and I'm like, man, who would have thought like that an earthquake could have such a such a horrific impact, you know, in our island? So I was thinking, like, what do I do to keep myself busy? And that's where this entire room came up, from the color scheme to where the camera's going to be, the lighting positions, making sure that everything was sound and isolated so I could record, whether it be at one a m or one p m without a fear of like a dog barking in the background. That's been a huge thing, people. I've been open about the fact that at the previous home, we did have a neighbor whose dog uh, let out a couple of concerts. I'm not going to buy the dog CD, but it happened quite frequently. And it was very annoying because it was because the owner was not feeding the dog. We tried contacting the family on multiple locations. Uh, So moving over here, And working on this and then sitting on this very chair that I'm sitting on right now and just like doing nothing other than looking around. And it's like, man, this is your space. This is your space and you make of it what you want to make of it. So I know it's scary. I know the topic of purchasing a home is something that a lot of people go like, well, whatever, 30 year commitment. I'm going to die maybe in 30 years. People make up all sorts of excuses. And I'm not saying you have to buy a home. I'm saying live in a place that you feel comfortable because sometimes we don't want to go into our home because we don't like where we live. So I would personally prefer instead of traveling around the world to have a house that I'm like, man, like I want to travel in my home. I want to be able to be in this room and feel good. I want to be able to go to the kitchen, feel good, you know, living room, et cetera. And we have that. Our our laundry room is super comfortable. So even doing laundry, I'm going to have a small gym area. So Depending how I'm feeling, I have a room to tie that theme and feeling. So that's something that I challenge all of you listening and watching right now in terms of uh, short-term goals, long-term goals, whether it be renting, purchasing, just create a space that makes you feel good. Going back to the topic of earthquakes, hurricanes, trauma as a whole, when you go through trauma, you got to have a safe space. You got to have a space that you feel comfortable in, so once again, whether it be a home, whether it be a Starbucks and a coffee or something, make sure you know what space that is for you. And before we conclude this special episode, if you can call it an episode, let's talk about the podcast. Let's talk about Happy to Fail and what, is it, what it's going to be in 2020 and beyond. I've been open with my wife where it's like, look, you know, I was listening to a couple of the previous episodes and I'm like... So I feel proud of these ones. These ones could have definitely improved. And I'm just wondering, like, what is this? You know, what is this conversation between you and me? Even though it's a one-sided thing where you're you're listening to me and I can't listen to you, internally, we all know what we're talking about. We know we want to feel good. We want to feel like we're thriving in our lives. And I will say that some of the episodes I felt were overly structured and it it does have a lot to do with my anxiety and perfectionism. Sometimes I prepare so much that yeah, I sound eloquent, I have a lot of people that tell me, "Juan, I love your voice. I could listen to you for hours." But I don't want that to be the reason. You know, I don't want the reason somebody listens to my podcast, YouTube channel, whatever to be, "Juan, you sound so good." But what about the conversation? I think the conversation is far more important than the way that I'm talking and, and engaging, right? So something that I'm going to try is I'm doing this recorded right now. I may do a couple of episodes that are live on Facebook. The reason that I would do that is because strategically, the moment that I hit the live button, you know, to, to live stream, I'm live, If mistakes happen, they happen. This podcast, people, is called Happy to Fail for Crying Out Loud. So if if something happens, it's like, hey, it's part of the life. It's part of the whole theme of the show. And it helps me focus more on, instead of focusing on how I talk in terms of like, you know, eloquent and very enunciated and all that, it's more about the conversation. And that way, if a question comes up, which sometimes they have, I can address it live right there. Everybody in the podcast feed would still get the podcast the way they usually would, which transitions to the other thing in terms of scheduling. I will admit that working on this podcast has been an awesome thing. It was also very draining because I mentioned I'm a perfectionist by nature. So it became this thing of I always gotta put out an episode every week. I I gotta do that. I gotta do that. It's this is not a good episode. You gotta re-record that. So temporarily. I'm not going to announce the specific dates or days that that's going to happen. I'm going to keep you updated primarily on Twitter and Facebook about, hey, you know, I'm thinking about this topic. I may record this and I may put it out or I'll go on the live stream tomorrow. We can talk about this for 10 minutes because, look, I realize that the irony, and I think you're going to understand me, especially if you live with any kind of mental health challenge, the irony of like creating such a perfect schedule is to the opposite of living with mental health challenges because it's not like I turn on my anxiety a couple of days and turn it off in other days, right? This happens sporadically and there have been times that I'm like, man, I would love to put out a thing Wednesday night because I, I, felt, I feel like this makes more sense on a Wednesday night than a Monday morning because strategically people can question like why would he do that you know what is the logic behind that but because i was so obsessed with scheduling the seo you got to share this right you got to work on that social media i'm like you know what screw that i care about you i care about me so i'm going to not be afraid to experiment with the podcast in 2020 even something as simple as like when i began the the video version of the podcast I began wearing long sleeve shirts and trying to look all fancy. I have a large shirt right now that doesn't fit me, and I'm just in my room right now with kind of messy hair because guess what? At 9 p.m. on a Tuesday night, this is who I am. And I realized that with over-preparing, with overdressing, I'm not being authentic and I don't want to sell myself like I'm some, I'm something else. This is not a short film. This is not something else. This is about you, this is about me, and this is the connection. So if I want to do an episode not shirtless, I am going to wear underwear. I am going to wear pants to the best of my abilities, people, okay? You can, you can have that guarantee. But in order to properly talk about mental health challenges, the topic of trauma, I want to be as genuine as possible because I think that The words that I speak are far more important than the clothes that I wear. So if you enjoy the podcast, if you think this helps you or other people, please consider sharing on a podcast feed. Consider sharing on Facebook. Keep an eye out on Facebook. If you're listening to this, please keep an eye out there because, hey, maybe I stream on a Monday because like I have a Monday off or something and that happens. And if you're not following the Facebook page Happy to Fail, you're not going to be notified. And it's a chance for you to be open about something that I can possibly bring up because, once again, the conversation is very important to me. And another way you can help is by leaving a five-star review on Facebook, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts because... I haven't done an episode in a couple of months. So with that, a lot of people have probably not either checked out the podcast or maybe they've unsubscribed. So you getting the word out is the best possible way that you can support the the podcast. So up until next time, thank you so much for hitting that play button. Hopefully this conversation helps you and me keep an eye out for possible live streams and future conversations. If there's anything, any topic that you you would like me to cover as a now 30 year old, you know, I'm not saying I'm young. I'm not saying I'm old. I'm saying I have 30 years of lived experience and 10 plus years of working very hard with my mental health challenges, working hard to be the, the best human that I can possibly be within the best of my abilities. And hopefully we can motivate other people to make a positive impact in their lives. So take care and have yourself an awesome week.